G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Yes, and welcome to another monster week of Jack and Flash here on 1629 SEN Tassie, 1611 Track Northern Tasmania and the SEN app. We're here. Thanks to Harrison Agents, the Tasmanian real estate experts. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back. You happy with that? Oh, welcome back, son. Good to see you here, pal. Welcome back, Cotter. What a show that was. I used to watch that when I got home from school. I had no idea what song he was going with there, and I'm yeah. thrilled he did. How you going, mate? Going well. Going really well. Great to be back here uh, in SEN land. Great to be back on SEN Tassie. Uh, great to be back t- talking all things yes. sport with you, Flash Man. How did you did you miss me? Uh, yeah, no, I did. Yeah, no, absolutely. But aren't we very fortunate to have some good friends of ours to help us out? When, yeah. Um, Big thank you to AJ and and Jeezy. Yeah. Uh, quick one for you. Happy. With, uh, now you think that I may have um, taken this period of time off the last sort of four weeks due to the fact of scheduling and sure. uh, a couple other little things that I had to do mm. over the, this period of time. But actually my, myself and Mitch spoke about two months ago about getting you a bit of work experience behind actually oh, driving yes. the show. So okay. um, how did you feel your work experience went for the last month? Uh, I'm happy to back myself against your skill set anytime <laughs> in this game of sunshine. So um, however, I'm not the 16th greatest goal kicker of all time. Like your good self. That yes. Up to 16. Now, look, oh, can I just talk about this quickly? Yeah, I right think out. you're on 739. My favourite's next. Big bustling. Bustling Barry Hall at yeah, 746. Good. I think you'll tick him off. Then the big Severio rocker at 748. Tick. Um, then it gets a bit dicey to see whether you get the 13 with Kevin Bartlett. What's he, 700 and... You know. 770-something? 778. 778. What mm. am I sitting on again? 739. Oh. You're not getting him this year. No. no. You need to You need to have a big surge. It'll be all come down the next year. I might win the Coleman if I went past him this year. There's some big names in front of you there. And then we go to Richardson, Quinlan, McKenna, I'd love to get Matthews, Lloyd, Titus, Franklin, Ablett, Wade, Dunstall... Commentary and Tony Lockett. Yeah, no, I'd love to, I'd love to get Richo. I remember we did a cashy man Richo down at um went through the books too. Uh down at uh Seaford and um yes. someone asked the question if I'd you go past Richo. <laughs> I'd go past Richo like a cashy? Loves him. Uh <laughs> if I went, we'd go past Richo on the uh Gold King list and he yes. said absolutely no chance whatsoever. Gee. Um so I'd love I'd just love to go past Richo and just wave on by as oh. I went past him and then eight hundred and eight for Richo. Yeah, so most goals at the MCG. Four hundred and sixty four, I think Richo yeah. kicked there. So um How many you kicked there? Three hundred and eighty odd. Okay. Yeah, three hundred and eighty. So no, it'd be good. It's but uh, I mean it's good to be back. It's good to be playing back, back playing footy again yes. after the bye. Um, and the Tigers are going well, mate. Tigers, yeah. everything's right, isn't it? Yeah, we're going okay. We're going okay. Big game this week. Real big game. This week. <laughs> in what, game this in what week. is 
Is, is this not the hottest oh, week of football? Yep, in for a long, decades. long time. Well, let's go through the round. Tonight's the probably one where you... Last night we all said the, the D's in Brisbane, and we'll yep. go through that a little bit later on in the show. Dogs, Hawks tonight. We know the Hawks are plucky, so that's that's maybe a good game. And then there's West Coast, Bombers, ho-hum, yep. sure. Yep. Still a good game, though, that. Then look at this. Fifth versus second, Carlton versus Fremantle. And Mighty Cats, ver- home game against the Tigers, albeit at the MCG, which you're very familiar with. Haven't heard any media about them not playing down at uh, the Cattery this week. That's interesting. Usually that's a little side story. No doubt it'll rear its head today. Oh, so you've got a little theory on the whinging cats or something. You <laughs> want to just get out of Whenever that. we play the cats and oh, see home games, okay. <laughs> it generally crops up they want to be playing down there. But well, go on, David. Then tomorrow night, uh, straight after your game. No, it, don't forget the Swans v Saints, your mob. After, after that game, Swans versus St Kilda. And that, that's, a, that's a big game. Of course, Kangaroos versus Adelaide. Big game because you're calling it. There you go. Collingwood versus the Giants is very interesting. Sneaky. Very interesting. And then we finish with Port Adelaide and Gold Coast. And you look at that and think, well, almost the loser is probably out of contention. How many teams can make the eight? I mean, is it... We're, we're right. Can we rule out... Well, Port Adelaide in 12th. That was must win against the Swans last week. They did it. It's an amazing year. Yeah, I, I think uh, the power-up. So they sit in 12th. So that would be Port, Gold yes. Coast, Western Bulldogs, Collingwood. And then obviously yeah. the eight sides that are already in the eight are... Giants you know, are going to be pissed. They're going to be hard to beat still wins. on the way in. No, yeah, no, they're, they're not going to make yeah. the eight. But they're going to be... They'll give you some nervous moments yep. coming in, I would have thought. Yep. New coach, Spike. Yep. yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, he's certainly got a, there's been a spike in, uh, in performance from them as well. So I'll tell you one thing that I've been watching Flashman, uh, since, well, I've, I've still been following the show and obviously been coming in as a, as a guest is the Tassie push. Yes. How are we feeling about it all at the moment? Quite weak this week. We needed it really, didn't we? Um, do you, uh, why is it being you're a, bullish still? This is bullish. I'm, I'm, I could not be more yeah. positive. I'm not bullish. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> ultra bullish. Done deal. Did is it a quiet week because people have reared their head and then I thought, oh, hang on, all of a second I might have got it in the get it, got it wrong. Yeah, I, well, I think so. Eddie backtracked a little bit, didn't he? On the on classified the other night, he just he went back and sort of said, well, hang on, we were just tossing around ideas. No, Eddie, you've actually been on about this for a long, long, long time. So you're saying there's the backtracking is just starting to... Oh, maybe. Maybe. It's sort of ebbed and flowed a little bit. I'll tell you who has never been a fan of it. Yes. And that, of course, is the Gold Coast president, Tony Cochran. Oh. And he had this to say Come on. Uh, recently. Oh, look, I, I'm I, as I keep saying, I, I am awaiting, as is every other president, I'm awaiting the final report that the AFL are going to put to us in August that they say answers every concern we've got plus some. I sincerely hope that's the case. My my biggest thing is I've got nothing against Tasmania. I think they probably deserve a team. My biggest issue is I'm not up for a 19th franchise. I'm really super nervous about a 19th franchise because, you know, right at the moment, if we all want to have an honesty moment, we've got a number of clubs that are struggling financially, including my own. Um, so I'm not, I'm not sort of saying it's somebody else's problem. I'm part of that problem. Yes. Um, you know, we've got uh, a lot of demands on us. You know, in my personal opinion, and I know many in the AFL industry agree, we need to put a lot more money into community football in every state um, because, you know, that's the future of our game. And I just don't I just don't think a 19th franchise is right at the moment. There's nothing in Tasmania. It, it could be in Toowoomba or it could be in Tennant Creek or, or Timbuktu. 
my, my, my concern is about a 19th franchise, but I'll await the final report and, you know, we'll look at that. And, you know, if that really does tick every box, then maybe you can get us over the line. But, you know, I, I have to be a little bit fair here. There's a lot of presidents share my concern. Maybe some of them aren't quite, shall we say, as outspoken as I am. And that's, you know, that's my detriment or what have you. But, you know, I, I believe you've got to speak up and be heard. Um, and, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm like a lot of other presidents, I'm very concerned about a 19th franchise. Okay, so let's peel that back. What, Tony? We've heard Tony for a long time. So mm. he's talking about growth of the game. He's concerned about the grassroots. Concerned he's concerned about the financial implications. Flow, yep. So uh, can I give you a layman's term? <clears throat> yep. Don't worry about Tassie's grassroots. Don't worry, let that die down there. We don't care. Because Is that, is that too far? Well, uh, the hypocrisy of that speak about, alone, If you speak about grassroots, heartland states oh, mate. are grassroots. Grass Financially, grass. there's already been $150 million promised yep, to be right. tipped in, yep. tipped into the game. Now, that $150 million ain't going to go straight to the Tasmanian football right. team. It's going to go into the AFL coffers, which, as Tony mentioned there, there are some sides, and a lot of clubs still get AFL handouts. Every club gets AFL yes. handouts. That will be a part, become a part of the AFL handouts, and, and yep. undoubtedly, sides like the Gold Coast Suns may actually get more money by the Tasmanian yes. team coming in. So the one thing that pricked my ears, though, Flashman, is if it ticks all the boxes, and, and I'm led to believe that I think that... Boxes are ticked. Boxes are ticked here. He has said, Tony Cochran has said, Tasmania deserves a team. Tasmania deserves a team. So if all the boxes are ticked... I think that sounds fake when he says that, if I'm being absolutely frank <laughs> with you. But anyway, keep well, going. Well, we have to take him on his word. Sure. So if the boxes are ticked, he's answered his own question. Yes. Tasmania deserves a team. Mm. So... Um, no doubt, undoubt, no doubt. Sorry, when they get the full Colin Carter report and AFL findings, and it says, "Yep, it's all kosher, all clear." Now we've heard some uh, conversations to Jeff Kennett's stepping down. Really, uh, at the end of the year, the incoming president Peter Nankerville. Have I got that right, Mitch? It is Nankerville. Nan- Nankerville. It? It, feel, yep. it, feel, feel, it feels right. Do you want um, to say Nankerville? I did. I looked at it. Yeah, that's the first thing I thought of. Um, we heard him on Dwayne's World yesterday. This is this was quite interesting. I think you'll find um, that that one will be definitely back to the board, um, and we'll be uh, we'll be making our decision um, as a board, and, and 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 Jeff will be communicating that. Tasmania has been incredible for the Hawthorne Football Club. We've been down there 22 years and have built up a significant role in the community, and uh, you know, we're extremely proud of that. And we, we have, as a club, of, of any club, really understand, you know, in particular parts of Tasmania, the, the passion for the game. So if there was to be a, a 19th licence issued or a, new, a Tasmanian team, expect the Hawks to be you know, supportive of, of, of whatever that looks like. Bang. Whack. Bang. Whack. Bang. Well, it, it, the, the opposite of what the whole time that Jeff Kennett's been saying, which, is, which has been very... Almost sounds selfish needs about we we love our Hawthorne time in Tassie. We love our Tassie cash. Yep. Swings and roundabouts, David. Swings and roundabouts. And I think that they have... Uh, <laughs> I love that saying. But Hawthorne have been serviced yep. very well by the Tasmanian mm. people. Obviously, oh, by the Tasmanian yes. government financially. 
as they have serviced they have. Tasmania and well, done great things. I think they were in Tassie great the day things. after a flag once or yep. twice. They yep. got on the chopper. Yep. Hodgie went down to Hobart, didn't he? Yep, exactly. Uh, yep. The interesting thing there I came out of that was that it will go to the board. Yes. Rather than just being a presence vote. And Hutchie had this to say in Footy Classified the other night. Quick one. Uh, why do they even get a vote? I understand they have an opinion. That's fair. But why mm. do they get a vote? Why well, are we... The sceptics would say that um, is the AFL setting it up to fail. Yep. I don't believe it. I'm, I'm confident that Gillan McLaughlin wants this to work, even though I think yep. there are two deals, a 19th team and a relocated or joint venture team. But I, I, I can't understand why he's consulting so that's heavily. A, that's a structural flaw in the With, in the with GWS and the Gold Coast, it didn't happen. It was just yeah. put to the presidents in a meeting. And that's how it should be, shouldn't it? Uh, the, the, commissioner, the, the commissioner paid to do a job. Yeah, yeah do they, your job. Uh, it's a flaw in the system. Mm. Well done, Hutchie. Yes. Yes, he's been, well, obviously SEN, we're, we're probably the biggest arm of the SEN yes. company, the SEN Tasmania arm. Uh, we certainly wield the most power, I believe. I We've been so. able to get events up left, right and centre. So. Um, it, it is interesting that the presidents do get a vote because it it, it, it contradicts, and and this is where probably where Tony Cochran comes from, is that they are worried about their own backyards. No doubt. Which is fine. Which is 100, well, that's their job. Of course. That's their job. But... Also, this is this is it's the AFL and the commission are there for a reason, and then they're put on that on that commission for a reason. That's to grow the game, look after the game, and make sure the, the sustainability of the game going forward is is there. So why are they not just making the decision now? Even if like okay, so we get the say we get the presidents to vote on it. Should it not just be the should it, should the president be the the one person that gets to decide whether or not a nineteenth license comes in, or is it to the board, or is it even further? Is it down to the members? Yeah, hang on, the members of members of individual, individual football teams because you, you're he's wherever they are, they are voting on behalf of their football club. Well, clearly it's not. It'll be a collective from the club. Would it? Wouldn't it? Well, I don't know. Tony Cochran mm. sounds like it might just be uh, up to him, but um, no, it's an interesting one. It's let an interesting it, let us know what you think. Oh four three seven double five two five three five, or tweet us at SCN Tassie. Yeah, so we got one off the text already. Notice the rhetoric about the Tassie team softened this week from Eddie and the new incoming Hawks president. That one came from David. And we've mentioned it off the top. Is yes. that, that, that didn't Eddie just started reversing the truck the truck back up? Just said, Oh yeah, it was an idea. Um News slash Eddie, you're pretty big in the media. When you, <laughs> you talk, people listen. Uh, and also, obviously, the new president we spoke coming in there um, for Hawthorne, uh, talk about repaying Tasmania. So interesting watch this space. The next couple of weeks, I reckon, is going to be pretty important. I'm for, loving the for energy coming out of you this morning, pal. Why is that? You look absolutely fluid. You look right up on your toes. Great to have you back, mate. I can promise you. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Great to have your company here on SEN Tasmania. Jack and Flash time. Now, Jack, I tell you what, I thought yesterday, going into yesterday, this is a flex game for the Demons. Wasn't it? That was a flex game from the Demons. Mike. Goodness. No Max Gorn? No Max Gorn. Enter the kid. Yeah, of course. Melbourne last night, 16-21, 117 defeated Brisbane, who were sitting top of the table yes. at uh, that point before the bounce last night, 7-11-53. 
Oliver, 35. Viney, 34. Petrarca, 31. Brayshaw, 29. You're going to beat Melbourne when they're racking up stats like Oof. that. Daniel Rich had 33. Bailey Fritch, uh, Bailey Fritch kicked three goals for the Ds. But uh, a couple of guys that well, I think they're probably the most important players. Stephen May was fantastic for Melbourne. Uh, and, of course... Um, played like he made a blue a couple of weeks ago, did ooh, he? Oh, Luke Jackson uh, was unbelievable for the Ds. Mm. We'll chat about him a little bit more later on in the show. But you're right, the Ds flexed their muscle last night at the MCG. Um, now, this is not something you answer, but I've had a couple of smart blokes tell me of recent times, Flash, stop believing the lines, they're frauds. Well, wow. Um, not asking for an opinion from yourself, of course, but... There's some concerns now. I reckon if you peel back the last few years, um, finals football, big stage, maybe they dominated the first quarter last night. They they were they were in charge. Well, I that. I was early on. And you, I was you on the plane on the plane flying over here. Joe Danaher had a few shots early on that yes. um, he's usually pretty reliable from the the longer range. Uh, can become a little bit uh, more unreliable when he gets a bit closer to goal. Yes. But, but sort of fifty meters out, that's his. That's his. Um, wheelhouse, and unfortunately, he missed two shots. And I mean, the, the it was six points in it at a quarter time, and yes. it should have been it should have been four goals. It should have been four goals to the Brisbane Lions. They were they were uh, they were on fire, and then Melbourne just got a little bit of a sniff, and they started to get that um, precision ball movement back. Their, their ball winners were winning a lot of the ball. Petrarca only had two or three touches in the first quarter. <laughs> Um, James Harms did a fantastic job on on, on Lockie Neal after he started on fire. And, uh, and yeah, no, they, they certainly surge back and, and still are the, the team to beat. Uh, I think so. As they reinstate I their think so. It's good always to hear the coaches after, after what they, um, yep. what they see in the game. So we've got Simon, Simon Gordon here talking about Melbourne's performance last night. Praise and blame and is all the same for us. You know, we, we, we try not to let the external criticism come into our footy club as we do the same with praise. And that happens all the time. So... Um, if we can keep that level and consistency within our club, we have more chance of continuing to build momentum or um, you stop yourself from going into your shell. So um, the players have done a great job with that over a long period of time now. Like this, this started a few years ago for us when everyone was riding us off as a footy club and we're able to um, put the noise behind us then and it's the same now. Us against them. Isn't it? He's really... And they've been under the pump, obviously, losing three games prior to last night. And uh, they've had a few little things crop up in the media that you wouldn't like to happen. Um, But you can hear by Goodwin's voice there that it it is a bit of an us-against-them mentality, isn't it? It's traditional in sport, this us-against. And how much as a coach do you use it? The Golden State Warriors, for example, mate, they they had... You hate the Golden State Warriors. No, I don't at all. You do? I love Stephen Klein. But the whole series was about we're going to stick it up them, and it, yeah. it's almost the, the, <laughs> and the, post the series all, as well. Oh, every it's almost the you could you know the Michael Jordan theory. He used to just create issues in his head and make it an issue, and then and then act upon it accordingly. The losers from last night, Chris Fagan, and he had this to say about the Brisbane Lions. Mm. No, I didn't see it coming, um, and I don't think we saw it in the first quarter either. It was um, you know it was a promising start. Um, but, you know, there's no doubt in the end, th- this game was always going to hinge on who would win the territory battle, so therefore who wins the contest, and, and, and Melbourne won it hands down. I mean, we should have lost the game by a lot more than we did tonight. We're lucky they didn't kick straight. That's as bad as we've played in a long, long time. That takes me back to the first couple of years. The last three or four years, our, our, our losses haven't been 
like that. So, um, disappointing night for us, but credit to Melbourne the way that they played. They were, they were on song and uh, they deserve to win like they did. Speaking about the territory battle and the yep. contest, minus 38 contested possessions, the Brisbane Lions. They were beaten by 14 uh, at clearances. Uh, sorry, 11 by clearances. Mm, 14 of those it. were stoppage. They just... It was just a, a, a bad night for the Lions. You, you'd night. like to think you'd like to think it's a bit of an aberration and just a just a one off aberration. Sorry, am I apparition? Apparel sprint. Hit out of nothing. <laughs> That's why you're here, mate. To to pick holes in my language. Uh, uh, but you, yeah, you, you you would hope for their sake that yes. it is a one off performance and that they can they can bounce back because at their best the Lions are and and I don't agree with some of your formal analysis there that. that but they they are they are still a very very good side. So we'll wait to see next week. They've got a uh, very important game next week. They will be playing Friday night football against the Bulldogs. Now the third test well. is happening in England. We always keep an eye on our. How are we watching the third phase. test over the one days? Australia well, playing one days. We but like test, we cricket, love test cricket here at SEN. What, now, Mitch, is it one all? We're one all. This is or it's one nothing. One nothing, I think. To uh, the Kiwis. To um, well, they're five for two, two five after day one at Stumps. The Poms had had well, they had them in trouble early. At one stage, they were four for eighty three, five for one twenty three, but. Good partnership here to Daryl Mitchell, 78 off 159. Tom Blundell, 45 off 108. Has the Kiwis on a slow day, but in a decent position. Of course, the Test Series coming up. Now, I, I wasn't going to – this is a question without notice. Glenn Maxwell's been added to the Test team. Ooh, don't mind Sri Lanka, which is interesting, of course. Australia and Sri Lanka coming up. Adam Collins and the team will be there. They've, of course, done an amazing job with the, the Kiwis and the Poms. Uh, Can the we SC get you coverage. on a plane get you over there? Can we I'm add just, you in I'm Glenn Maxwell's style? Is, is there I'm any just chance? biding my time. I'm just looking at Mitch Dow in charge. He, he's of the in test charge cricket. of the Test cricket. Um, of course, our wonderful producer Mitch Scott. Just now. keep the lines open. Can we I get think. the young Tassie boy in? Just maybe on the boundary or something like that. Just where you're, secret, you're secretly at the Test match in Hobart, which we had. Rise to fame. I was really COVID was rife, and Mitch said to me, "Look, just just keep keep yourself fresh, just in case." But so. Sadly for me, Hutto and Jared, everyone didn't get COVID, so I didn't get it right. <laughs> Sadly, um, come on. No, I don't Of course, it, Travis Head has a hamstring issue for yes. the one day. He'll miss that fifth one yep. day international today. Yes. Maxwell is on standby for him if he doesn't get up for the test. So I, I like Glenn Maxwell in, in the Yeah, those conditions too. Oh, 100%. The extra and he'll spinner. give you some little doorknobs too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> doorknobs. A golden night at the pool last night for Australia at the World Swimming Championships with Molly O'Callaghan, Irish Irish base, surely, Molly. I'd love to know your family history. It's a great Irish name. Winning the women's 100-metre freestyle and defending champion, Zach Stubbley-Cook, winning the men's 200-metre breaststroke. He's a star, yes. by the way. Yes, he's a uh, world record holder too in the 200-metre breaststroke. He's a, done well. I think Australia are starting to get back to, Ooh, it's to being in the pool. It's, uh, and, of course, Commonwealth Games just around the corner. That's very exciting. Hopefully we can... Uh, a golden age for, for Australian swimming again. Great to have you company this morning on SEN Tasmania. David Lithgow, Jack Revolt with you this morning, coming live from the SEN studio here in Melbourne. Yep. On a wintry, wintry day. Yeah, it's still uh, no good out there, Flash. No good out there. It's uh, 
been raining all morning and I'm looking forward to going to training today. So uh, that'll be interesting. Basketball chat coming up with Ooh, Anthony Stewart. Lots Texas. happening in basketball world. Oh, I cannot wait to speak to the great man. Text in on 0437552535 or tweet us at SEN Tasmania. But on the line now we have, well, we called him, I called him the GOAT. I called him the Godfather. Of Tasmanian basketball. Good morning to Anthony Stewart. Morning, Jack. Morning, Flash. How are you going? Super, mate. Great, Great, great to hear your voice. Um, firstly, your mighty charges. You look like the things are ticking along over quite well in the NBL one, mate. Look, it uh, it it is to a certain. The win loss column's looking all right. It but, is. Uh, Car is stuttering right now. Oh, tell uh, us about it briefly. Tell us about what's. Uh, I've lost Sammy Mack for the next nine games representing the country. Yes. Um, and then uh, on the back of that, it's just uh, trying to get an import cleared to play this weekend. Doesn't look like we've been waiting on his visa for eight weeks. That got approved. Now we're waiting on the foreign license clearance and doesn't look like he'll suit up this weekend. So hopefully. Next weekend at home will be a big one against Danny Nong with our fresh new import off the plane. Stewie, I'm really interested about the NBL one and, and the relationship with the NBL because I see Jack McVeigh's been playing up north in Queensland. How, how does that work? So is it just literally a completely different competition and players can go back and play for an NBL one club or are they assigned in their local area? And is there any trepidation from the NBL clubs about sending these players back to what I would call like local local basketball? Um, while still at a national level. Is there any trepidation about injuries or anything like that? Uh, not really. I, I think um, I think if you look at the Cairns Taipans, for instance, they've done it pretty well over the years. Uh, I was playing in the NBL up there and in the off-season just to keep fit, like the Clint Steinals of the world have, have uh, talked about finishing the season the last nine or ten games just to get ready for, for pre-season. Now, as you would know, Jack, like the pre-season is... Uh, a big strain on the body and really sets you up for a great year ahead. Um, and I think it's an easy way of doing that. And we've been fortunate enough down in Hobart and, and in the Northwest Thunder to pick up several of the, uh, the Jack Jumpers players. And you've got Sammy Mack, you've got Kenyon, you've got Krusevic, you've got uh, Jarrah Besto started training with us and he's just been phenomenal as well. So it, it sort of keeps them in shape, getting ready for a big pre-season and... Um, also enhances our chances to uh, to win a championship. Now, Stewie, you and I talked about this a lot, the imports of the Jack Jumpers, etc. Mikhail um, is gone, and we wish him well. He certainly played a terrific role in year one, that back end of the season, didn't he? And really um, had some big games. Never forget the decider in Mel- against Melbourne, Jack. He was mm. outstanding. But Mikhail's gone. Um, the Jets has re-signed. Um, my boy's not going to be there, mate. No, Josh Adams. No, no, that uh, big surprise. There's a few rumours going yeah, around. A lot of rumours. May end up with Melbourne United is is one strong rumour, but after what's happened yesterday with Perth, who knows? Um, I think Corey Webster's obviously probably wiped Josh out from any links there. But um, yeah, the Melbourne United. Uh, Whisper is getting a little bit stronger, and how disappointed would our local community be if that's the case? I, I would, I would imagine he's going overseas. Let's hope that is right. I, I got the feeling that when it was announced that it was, 
it, it, the, the way it was worded in the media is that his time in the NBL was done. But you're you're alluding here, Stewie, that he may pop his head up at the at Melbourne United. Gosh, I'd be flat if that. Well, happened. well, Stewie, just before you, uh, it, it, certainly the next day there was certainly rumours. No, no, don't rule the NBL out. Right. Uh, yep. Right. I would be flat. Oh, flat if that was the case. It, 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 surely that just comes down to dollars, doesn't it? I think uh, flat would be an understatement. Oh, my gosh. Jeez, I, <laughs> I, I would be livid. And uh, I remember leaving this state at 24 years of age, and Brent Costello said to me the other day, he said, we've got some footage up of when you return for your first game, and every time you touch the ball, the roof nearly came off with booing. Oh, yeah. I would who, uh, who would imagine- be – all right, then, Stuart. Quick one: Who would be who would be booed louder? The uh, coach of the Sydney Kings, um, oh, I've forgotten his name. What is it? Ch- Chase, Chance, Chase yeah. Buford or Josh <laughs> Adams? If he went to Melbourne United when they oh. got back to my state bank around Chase Buford, he 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 will be paying three times the price of beer in Tasmania for the rest of his life after what he did. Three hundred seventy-five for booting a LED sign, but Josh Adams yeah. surely surely the the fans wouldn't take kindly to that. Well, it, it all depends as well. Was it Josh's choice? Is it the club's? Uh, was it their decision? Did they um, really want him? Know? Yep. Did they? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot to play out in this. I'm praying that he uh, picks up an international um, contract because that just solves everyone's problems. Mm. 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 Let's talk about the ins, Flashman. Yeah, well, I'd love to know what you have seen in Rashad Kelly. Um, what we know is four years at the Shuckers at Wichita State. He's, uh, he's had three or four years now a as basketball a school, Wichita, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yep. Not uh, absolute top shelf, but the Shockers have always been a, a solid uh, Div 1 college team. Uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a combo forward. He rebounds well, shoots the three okay. Um, what are you seeing, Stewie? Well, I think obviously an athletic big um, will bring a lot of excitement, in particular with Josh Adams. I know we talk about McIntosh and not coming back, but I think the Jack Jumpers need that explosive import that's going to keep the crowd entertained, and I think this is the guy that can do that. Um, the concern is Will Magne, obviously, if he can get through a season, this guy will um, go well alongside. It'll be a good combo, but I'm not so Will can get through a season, so it, uh, he's, he's not the bullish Macintosh that we saw, um, but very athletic and exciting. So, look, who can argue with uh, Coach Ross' decisions um, after the back on the back of last year? So, I think uh, we should get excited about this one. Um, we'll bring people through the gates. Definitely. Well, let's have a listen to Rashad Kelly from the other day. Uh, yeah, I'm just a, a hardworking guy, you know, a hardworking guy who comes from winning cultures, who's, I mean, one at every level, and I just want to continue to win and continue to get better. And um, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers had recent success this year. I just want to help them build to the legacy and the things they're starting over there in Tasmania. Our boy Rashad, uh, I love that. Rashad Razzle Dazzle Kelly, I'm calling him. After Razzle Dazzle Lithgow has handed his nickname over. It, it, well, Stewie, that, that sounds really exciting. I don't know whether you, well, you probably did catch the uh, press conferences they did via uh, via um, FaceTime or Zoom or whatever it was. 
Really enjoyed the uh, banner work behind uh, Scott Roth and Rashad Kelly when they crossed to them. They had the old virtual banner and ears and hair were cut off left, right and centre. But I've seen a few little highlights of Rashad Kelly. I I like what he brings. He reminds me a little bit of um, uh, the guy from the Sydney Kings who... um, well, the MVP. Cooks. 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 He reminds me a little bit of him. Like, just that sort of taller type. That yeah. I feel like we, we're going to get some we, pretty exciting play out of Rashad Kelly. We needed something. We talked about that, Stu, during the year, you know, whether it was a Vin Law. You needed a, a scorer and a rebounder, didn't you? That that, that really, it sort of missed that mid-sized dude. Any, any uh, Stu, any sort of inkling into what the third um, third import might be? Well, there are yeah, there are rumours going around there. I think most um, a lot of people have already announced it. Uh, it's a small guard. Um, it, it will be an interesting fit for the club. I think it's an upgrade um, on Adams as far as Whoa. scoring potential. But, wow! Is Steph Curry yeah, coming? The, is he? Well, not the excitement <laughs> that we saw out of Josh Adams. Let, let's get the two right. But as far as his perimeter prowess, like he's just a knockdown shooter. Yes, Clay um, Thompson. And yeah, yeah, he can he can score. He can oh, good. he can put buckets on uh, long range. But you won't get that excitement machine. He, I, I think that's more Seriously. the Kelly, the Kelly type. I tell you what, mate. From all my, you know, not what are we, ten or twelve years of, or twelve or thirteen years of commentating sport, Josh Adams' commentary for me was about as yeah. exciting. Stewie as it got, especially in the back end of the year where he was just incredible. A big day today, Stewie, um, the NBA draft. How closely have you looked at Dyson Daniels and what he's been doing with first years up? You know, he started in the Australian under 15, 16, 70s. You're part of the under 20 team, which won the silver medal. He has rocketed up the order for today. Yeah, solid. Very solid. Um, Young guard that uh, obviously dad, Rick, Ricky Daniels, Bendigo guy, um, an amazing athlete, both ends of the floor, and I, I, it's just an incredible journey how these young Australians seem to be getting noticed now. Whereas probably ten, twenty years ago, you, you wouldn't get these opportunities. But what, like even Travis, like from Perth, it's just, it's just an amazing situation where basketball sits in the world, not just the country right now. Well, the big decisions to be made at the top of the order, whether it's going to be Jabari Smith, whether it be Chet Holm. I'm all chips in for Chet, by the way, and he lost a Jabari little Jabari for me. Well, yep. Yeah, well, and then, but then Pablo's wow. coming. They're talking about he's the favourite. He, he's the, the favourite. The betting market for this has been ridiculous, and Jonathan Giovanni, who's the guru there, has currently uh, he's got Daniels in going to the Portland Trailblazers at seven. Luke Tavers, the other one, of course, um, which you'll be. Dear to your heart, Stewie, he might get picked up in the back end of that second round, which would be terrific. Before we go, I need to ask you about Lauren Jackson quickly. Um, what an incredible story, Stewie. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's done it all. And there's been times that I've felt like putting the shoes back on uh, the way we shoot the ball at uh, NBL 1 level. Um, what? How do you go from retired to back in Opal squad. You don't. Is you don't, you don't Stewie. This is phenomenal. Well, you don't. No, nah, you don't. Yeah, she's an incredible athlete. Um, I, I really wish her all the best. She's just, she's sort of, she's kept that female, the women's side of the basketball in the spotlight 
um, which for the is right fantastic reasons. for the sport. All the right reasons. And she's just the nicest girl, lady you'll ever meet as well. So all credit to her and just great family to be able to give her that opportunity to put that jersey back on and, and represent our country again. Well, Stu, we really do appreciate it. We've run out of time. We've got a couple more questions for you, so hopefully you can join us again soon. We want to chat all things junior basketball in Tasmania at some point as well, but thank you for joining us again on SEM, mate. We really do appreciate it. Good work, guys. See you, mate. Thank there you, we go, Stewie. Anthony Stewart, Tasmanian basketball Thanks, legend uh, and co-commentator to our man David Flash. Let's go on SEN Tassie. This is Jack and Flash. What a pleasure it is to sit next to the 16th greatest goal kicker of all time. I mean, great. What a great song really, that is for us, isn't it? It is magic. Jumping Jack Flash. Now, what about the 41-year-olds yeah. going around There's a few now. oldies. Like Daniel, Mund- Daniel Mundy. David Mundy, sorry. So David Mundy's 36. And he asked to play on again next year. He's he's 37. Like 37. So we're just trying to make some comparisons with Lauren Jackson's comeback at 40. Well, some of the guys turning 41 this year, yeah, Brendan okay. Favola, Matthew Pavlich, Andrew Embley, and Ryan O'Keefe. Uh, now, of that lot... Pav. I saw, I saw Pav the other day. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to go to the Hall of Fame dinner yeah. uh, where he was inducted. So he's the one. He he is in ripping condition. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Rui, I think Rui's 40 this year. Is he? Yeah. Is he good, Nick? Unbelievable, <laughs> Nick. Unbelie- he's in better Nick than me. Um, no, it's not saying much, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I've never seen a bloke do more leg weights post-footy. Yes. Yeah. He's he's, he's just he's turning into calves a calves have come on. Bit of a gym junkie, actually. Has he? Yeah. It's funny how that happens. Is that is that happened with you? You, you no. finish up your career and no, it hasn't. Yeah. Rightio. Okay. Well, I, I this is my favourite segment because <laughs> usually it's you, not me. But I'm going to throw now to apology letters. <laughs> That's right. Time for apology letters, and I'm going to throw a quick one out. I'm going to apologise to you, Flash. Um, oh, I, you I, I doubted you. I really doubted your ability to host this program. Mitch, Jeez. we talked about this. Haven't you? <laughs> hey, don't. Hey, he was in the well, same boat as me. Don't no worry. <laughs> apologise, but the apology we need to do is we oh, yes. launched our allies team. This is a collective apology. Well, no. It's but, not. But you had nothing to do with this. I, 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 I had nothing to do with this, but I'm. Yep. We're apologising on behalf of Slevo, Nick, and the boys in the digital team to Callum Mills. So oh. we had Callum Mills in. We had him as captain, actually. To be honest, we had yep. him in, and they've done a number on us and left him out. And we we received a fair bit of feedback, didn't we? Uh, yes. Via socials. Oh, I've said you go. Have I got time to read what this bloke said? He just well, said, who's the clown in Tassie of words that affected Nothing yeah. you didn't realise. And then, I'm the biggest Callum Mills fan in the universe. And I've actually, anyway. So we rectified it. You're back in the wheel, back on the wing, Millsy. Of course, the captain of yours, your bloods. Uh, and we're very, very deeply. Good side. Apologetic. The competitive side. Wasn't it wasn't a great side. It was a good side. I, I just love to have one little carnival. Just one yes. little carnival. You know, and and we could really stick it up in as Surprisingly, you put yourself in a skipper, of course. Well, come on, naturally, I'm I'm either in or I'm out, and I'm in and I'm skipper, and uh, there's no apologies to be made about Flash. that. Flash, we've well, we've hinted at it. Yes. The greatest week end of football, oh, no. mate. It really is in, in decades. 
And with so many implications on the line. Whether it's it been be... 30 years since the top eight have played each other. Oh. In, in or, or like It's all been in that one sort of four games. Hashtag ramifications. Well, there's so many eight-point games. Oh. The old eight-point game <laughs> yeah. is more prevalent than ever this weekend. Um, but before we get into that, you you want to well you want to chat scandals? Why? No, I don't What's want to, well, tabloid Lithgow. I'm not a tabloid operator, as you know. But I, what I want to know about is this week, Daily Mail Lithgow. <laughs> well, this week we've uh, it's been the Collingwood Footy Club's turn, uh, the back end of the Jordan Degoe scandal, and obviously we saw uh, what happened to two young men the other day, um, which was perhaps a little bit uncouth, as my mum. Would say, I, I, I want to know from um, a club perspective, yep. because what I noticed yesterday, Craig McRae came on to our own SEN yesterday afternoon Been fantastic with Gazy and Andy Ma, which was absolutely tremendous. He just got on the front foot and, it, and that appears the, the way to do it. You've got to not hide or run down past a train station as you did one time when yep. they were chasing you. Yep. Um, what, what would Richmond do? Well, uh, the truth will always set you free, David. The truth will always set you free. <laughs> so I, I think we got a little bit of the semi-truth with the Melbourne one early on, and then the jungle drum started beating. Yes. And I'm telling you now, you come out and you uh, you apologise, you address the situation yes. and you address the behaviours and you react accordingly to that. So whatever it is, Collingwood saw that as a $25,000 suspended fine for Jordan Goey. Stephen May was suspended for a week from, from Melbourne. You, you you deal with that, but most importantly, if there is people outside of your football club that yes. are impacted by the actions of an employee of your football club, you deal with them first and foremost. And sure. I, I say deal with them. You go and you apologise. You do you do right by them. Yes. Because you've affected their lives. Yes. Uh, and then you deal with your internal stuff. You own it. You deal with your internal stuff. You mm. you you have to deal with the the outside stuff first and make sure that. People that have been affected by it are apologised to um, and are made to feel like, uh, or not, sorry, they're, they're, they're looked after. And I'll say looked after, but they're, they're dealt with and, and, and people are, are come away from it actually knowing that it, maybe it was a one-off and whatnot. So it's a, it is a really delicate thing to do, um, but just the truth will always set you free, David, in everything, not just issues and footy issues and everything and whatnot. So that's the way I would, uh, I would deal with it. Um, and then I guess in terms of selling the message, you know, I mean, how do you ensure that cynicism doesn't set in and the players, you know, turn and culture issues and, and all that, you've got to get the sale right, don't you? Well, I think it's, uh, that's the, the important part. The second important part that the, the coach and the leaders play is that how does it galvanize you? So that honesty, uh, and no doubt, I think, oh, oh, let's go to more Melbourne, I reckon, yes. than, than, than Collingwood. Yes. Like, that that, that moment where, uh, and, and if we're led to believe what was said was said, that could really split a group. So you've got to, for mine, it's get everyone in the room together, yes. thrash it out, yep. and then let's figure out a way through this. Yep. And if it's someone putting their hand up going, you know what, I acted like a bit of a tool, and I said what I said, um, I'd had a few beers, I'd but I don't believe that, and I, I love you as a teammate, as a yeah. mate, yeah. Uh, and I've got respect for you, then you move on. Or, Otherwise, or what about if it goes, 
mate, I'm sick of this. You've been here for three years. You've done that. Get stuff. Go away. I don't want to talk to you again. Well, you know what that does? It, t- it tells people where they're at and where yeah, they've got to improve. So yeah. it, it, you open those lines of communication yeah. so that either you earn respect back by saying, oh, put your hand up, mate of blue, yep. or you start the pathway to earn respect back. Sure. And then, and then you trying, and then that person trying to earn the respect back, that's open now to the, to the person that's accused them, to them starting to open the communication lines up to, yes. to, to make that a pathway. So, yes. um, I, I, I know Dimmer said this on AFL 360s, sometimes these sort of incidents, as silly as it sounds, can galvanize a group. Mm. We spoke about the us, men, us versus their mentality, which... I'll um, tell you what, Stephen May uh, looked like he'd taken the bit between the teeth last night. and Didn't he look like he played like certainly a, a player that he felt like he owed his football prove, club, maybe yeah, something. Prove himself back to the yeah, guys. Yeah. So that big weekend in footy, though, Flash. Oh, Got a favourite game? What are you looking well, forward to? Well, the, the, the game is the one you're playing in. It, it's really? absolutely Richmond. This is a monster, monster, monster clash. No Lambert, Cochin for the Tigers, but the Messiah, Dusty, is back. Messiah. The Cats aren't playing their own Messiah. No Dangerfield, not quite ready to go, which is a shame. Danger the Messiah down at Geelong. Okay. Yeah, second Messiah behind Joel. Yep. Um, well, big game. Monster game. Dude, like, uh, and I think players from both clubs recognise that the recent history and their finals history, obviously grand final 2020, that adds to the, adds to the story. Like yeah, they Like we've played them in big games. And, and And I think both clubs love playing each We're other. Probably 14 or 15 of the same blokes playing. Exactly. Yeah. They love playing each other because they know that it's going to be a really strong contest. And it's a really important game for both clubs to sort of figure out where they're at in yes. this charge to the to the back end of the season. Only three months uh, to grand final day. So the finals are around the corner and this is a really important game. And, and I mean, big outs, uh, Lambert and Cochin for us. Uh, big outs. And obviously Dangerfield not playing for, for Geelong. But gee, you just they've been look, doing well without him. You just look through um, all lines and you see great matchups that are going to happen, and, and matchups that are, if a one by a certain team could really have a big impact on the game. As it stands at the moment, fourth versus six. So the Catters nine wins, percentage of one hundred twenty-seven point seven. Mighty Tigers with eight wins, a game behind, and a bit of percentage as well. Melbourne back at top, didn't they give their percentage a bit of a run last night mm. up to 139.2? Brisbane Lions dropping down from still the 10 wins and four losses, but their percentage took a hammering down to 124. Frio just going nice. You know, I've been watching this game in the background here, by the way, mate, which is Colton and Fremantle. I think it's an ode to David Mundy. Back in 2005, and there's seven minutes to go in the game. Pavlik just kicked eight, and it's 145 to 103. Well, I can nearly guarantee that the scoreline, it may not even be half of these at the same time come uh, come 110 tomorrow when that game rolls around. What, an, what a great game that is. But speak about matchups. Uh, oh, well, like, talk to me. Well, the big one. Can you give me anything about, like, the end of the meetings you've had this week? There's, is there something, is it... Is it Cameron and Tomahawk that really concerns you most? Is it? Tell me, Stengel. Well, it, well, I mean, what a story. Wombo, the, the little wombat. He started his career at the Richmond Football Club. We've got a lot of love for, for Tyson Stengel. But that, that's the thing. Like from the outer, you'd go, "Rightio, we need to beat Tomahawk and Cameron. You yes. beat them, you beat Geelong." Yes. Stengel pops up and he kicks three, four goals. Gary Rowan, 
these sort of players that they just yes. pop up and they kick goals. You just you've their their forward Gary line, Ryan. their forward line is multifaceted. Ooh. They have got areas to kick goals, but their back line, their strength in their back line yep. as well. Stability. Like Litsavs, young Konings come through, Tui, Buse, like there's some Stuart, Stuart, he's a great player. So there's just a whole host of things when you prepare to get ready for a game like this is that you can't leave one area out. No. You can't go, oh, well, that's not a strength of their, no. their football club. We, we, let's park that a little bit and focus on one area more than not. It's, it's, it really is a, an important week to focus on all parts of the game. But Well, this came up this week. Jeremy Cameron is the best player in the competition right now. Yeah, it was interesting, wasn't it? David King went with that. Uh, fifth in the Coaches Association votes. Was there generally a good yep. Yep. sort of uh, indicator on where you're going? The four places in front of him, uh, Oliver, um, who else? Uh, Patrick Cripps, I think Lockie Neal, and mm. there's someone else in there as well that's having a good season that is a midfielder. But Jeremy Cameron, fifth as Amazing. a key forward. Sean Grigg told me at the start of the year, he's down at Geelong, that... Former Ruckman at Richmond. <laughs> former Premiership Ruckman. Yeah. Get the ball to him anywhere inside 80 and yes. he won't miss. So, uh, like, I I love how Jeremy Cameron goes about it. He's an excitement machine. Yes. He's just a bit of a knockabout lad too. Yeah. And Tough enough when he needs great, to be. Great, great yeah. footballer. Uh, another game we spoke about just briefly then, Flash, Carlton versus Fremantle. Carlton, obviously... The backline woes have been probably the main issue we've talked about. Weedering, yes. they reckon he's going to come back slightly earlier. Yes. Uh, so this week. Maybe next week yes. for, for Jacob Weedering. But Fremantle arguably, arguably have been the best defensive team under Justin Longmuir. What are you seeing in this one? Well, it's it's an interesting one because it's whether you just can Carlton, can they hang on? I mean, they've just, they've just been absolutely littered with injuries and it – it's it's almost it's it's at a concerning stage that their year could almost spiral out of control, isn't it? Because you know, Weedering's back, which is, which is terrific. Um, Doc is so steady, mm. and you bring up you bring the champion two weeks ago or one week ago, two weeks in the waffle, Nathan Fife. You know, having as a big in for for Fremantle, yeah, big outs though. Like you 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 speak about the champions, and that's. Um, like say five coming in, uh, we look, look at Tabernese probably their their premier goal kicker. But role players in a side like Fremantle who uh, defend the way they defend. So I look at Blake Akers, Sam Sukowski, Michael Michael Walters is, is a star as well. But those the first two names, Akers and Sukowski, have been incredible. Yep. in their performances this year and have been key to the way Fremantle defend. So important wing half forward positions, yes, in team defence, and they're going to be a couple of big outs. So, couple of couple of young bloods in for the Blues. I reckon they're missing nine of their best twenty-two yep. right now. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. And and as we've seen with any side, you have nine of your best twenty-two oh, out. Good, forget good, about it. Good luck. Good luck. Absolutely. Uh, your mob. How are they going to go? They were disappointing last no, week. They were more than disappointing, and they were. What do you do when you? How do you come away from a game like that as a Sydney um, supporter? Well, you come away from it thinking, why is it every week we're forty points down, and then trying to have to rally back home? But uh, no, a couple smarties mentioned to me early in the year that I think you're a year off, and I think they're probably right. Yeah. And I watched last week Ollie Wines bashing James Robottom. And James Robinson's played 30-odd games. He's going to be a sensational player. Did a wonderful job on Oliver the week before. Mm. Um, that's the concern. Oh, this is a fascinating year, Jack, because, you know, it's so darn even. you just got to get right at the right time. 
Swans a fraction off the pace. I think the, I think the future's secure. St Kilda, um, that's an interesting one. They, I don't know where they're at. No. Do you? Well, their best is is good. Jack Steele's a big in. That's huge what I in. do. So is Tom Hickey for the Swans. Don't Massive know. in, a huge. Jack Higgins in. is an interesting omission after kicking two goals last week. Uh, yes, I think Brett Ratton came out and said that uh, some of the players cringed at uh, what they saw of themselves in match review. Paddy Ryder, don't underestimate how big of an out that is. He's being managed as well. Yes. Bradley Hill's out for personal reasons. So. Hickey's a monster in, and that tips Sydney in the favour. No, I think Sydney, I think, Sydney I think Sydney are certainly the favourites here up at um, up at the SCG, uh, and I think the out of Ryder is um, is really hard and puts a, puts really hard to, to cover, and it puts a lot of pressure on on Rowan Marshall uh, tonight. Flash seven o'clock, uh, Marvel Stadium. The Bulldogs are playing the Hawks now. Both sides are ultra aggressive on offence. Yes. Um, and, and probably play that way to to help um, help protect their defence. Big, I, I I like I like what Sam Mitchell's done. Yeah, I do too. I was, you just took words out of his mouth. I was exactly going to say exactly the same. Mitch thing. Lewis is a big in. Jarman Impey's yep. a big in as well. Warple. Uh, yep. And interesting uh, player. Warple just hasn't come on. Yeah, it's been like, a bit, yeah. He was he sort of burst out of the blocks two a, years one, ago. He, well, he won a uh, BNF two years ago. And As a 19 just, or 20-year-old, so... Just hasn't come on. Tim English out for the uh, Dogs, which is a huge out. Big, big decision to re-sign. Yep. Uh, obviously courted by the Western Australian clubs, being Western Australian. Uh, but he's a massive out uh, for them. Uh, we know that... Um, just thinking of the key forward, Josh... Uh, Shaggy? No. no the injury. Sorry. Uh, I've just had a mental blank there. Sorry. Um, I'll come back. <laughs> I'll come back there, that one. Um, but the, the dogs have been looking for that foil for Norton. Yes. Um, going forward. Yes. So, uh, Bruce, you told me. Josh Bruce, Bruce. Sorry. That's, yes. yeah, there you go. Yes. Should, should, I can't believe I've forgotten that. But that's a big, uh, he's not far away. Played in the VFL last week yeah. along with Lockie Hunter. So that the is dogs are getting cool a bit of cavalry back too as well. Critical. Pies GWS quickly. Uh, oh, look, I think Collingwood. Yeah, I think Collingwood. I'll tell you what. They're the smoky. I'm gonna. I'm going to they, to win it. Yep. Wow, that's a big. And call. you know what they are? They're not as young as you think. No, um, Collingwood. No. They have 13 players, 25 and over. They're mature list. Uh, they brought in some good kids. Um, I'm a bit bullish. The pies. Yeah, no. I, I like the way they go about it. They're a. Um, I, I think they are a little bit of a mirror image of what we do about uh, how we play, and obviously due to the fact that McRae and Lepich are there. Yes. Um, they're, uh, I mean, they're, they're, they're Richmond people and they've played at, at Richmond. I'm just having a look here. Young Isaac Chug yes. is, uh, making his debut. Of course, he's from Launceston, uh, which is, uh, a big in, a big in for Tasmanian football. Terrific. Young Isaac Chug Terrific. Uh, from Launceston there. So the Chug name is, uh, oh, very synonymous. famous up the north Longford. part of the state. North yep. part of the state. Yeah, Absolutely. There you go, Flash. Big weekend of footy. It I'm is so huge. excited. It's, it, it, it's I know our game, but then you're so, so, so excited. So You're bullish what? against Cats? I'm very, very bullish Ooh, against the Cats. Love it. As always, terrific to have your company, David Lithgow and Jack Revolt, with you here in the studio in Melbourne. Time for a Taz Racing update. Thanks to Form Plus Pro, Tazzy Greyhound, Harness and Thoroughbred Racing Form Guides. Ready now on the line, we've got Matty Reid from Taz Racing. Good morning. Morning, Flash. How are you going? Good, thank you, mate. And how's things with you? Yep, yep, very well. Looking forward to another good weekend of 
some racing. We had some royalty down here last weekend. We had uh, Bossy and Campbell Brown and Lawrence Mooney uh, on track. I managed to meet Stevie Baker and Troy Schwartz, a couple of ex-Saints greats on track as well. So, uh, I'll accept, good, Maddie, I'll, I'll accept royalty for Bossy. But gee, you, gee is that you speaking about royalty for Bossy, not the other other people you've known? Like Troy Schwartz, not royalty, is what you suggest. Big Wool, Wool Schwartz. What's happening down there in Taz Racing? It's a big week last week. What have you got happening this week? Deloraine Cup race day oh, on Monday, Jack, for the, uh, for the thoroughbreds. All races named after icons of the local Deloraine area. Some great on track events up Terry there Rolls. in Mowbray. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Froggy knew it's back Ooh, to ride at the meeting. The yes, frog. is he? That's good. That's, that's Gee, when cool was the last well, time when Froggy was at Deloraine? Well, the Deloraine meeting's at Launceston. Oh. We don't with the Deloraine tracks out of commission these sure. days. But uh, Froggy, Froggy didn't even come back to ride at the Deadpool Cup this year, so it's been a good get to get him here. I think it's first time in 2022 he's been back riding in the state. He's got the sit on Newhart last season's horse of the year in the Deloraine Cup too. So uh, it's great to see Newhart back. He's had uh, we had injuries after an unplaced finish in Caulfield last time. I think that was late last year. So yes. he's back to race. Big ask for him to carry 64 kilos there, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. I thought Newhart might have been sort of almost group three sort of level, at least in Melbourne. And it just it sounds like just physically wasn't quite at its best last time it was in town. Yeah, no, you're exactly right, Flash. I'm pretty confident he is. And, and the way he put uh, away the likes of Mystic Journey when Oof. when he was up and about last season in Hobart suggested he was. was. And then I guess you just got to take it on face value that he that he wasn't right when he went to Melbourne last time. But he takes on um, Take the Sit, who won the, the Group 3 Vamos Stakes on Launceston Cup Day in that yes. race this year. So... It's a proper race, and Newhart's going to have to give the, the man nine kilos, which is going to be a big ass too. But um, it adds a lot to the day. And, and the last race on that program um, is actually named after uh, Froggy Newitt's late father, and, and Froggy Newitt's got a good chance there in further north. So I'm, I'm sure it's a race that he'll be keen to back. I think he's actually donated some of his signed Miss Andretti silks that he, that he rode over at Royal Ascot for the day. So... Um, I'm sure they'll go for a bit at, at the auction there on, on Sunday at Mowbray. Perfect, Matty. Well, we appreciate that. Deloraine Cup, very exciting, of course, at the Mowbray Race Club. Thanks for joining us, Matt, from Taz Racing. Thanks, fellas. Chat soon. And you get the live stream every Tassie race on Form Plus Pro. Sign up for free at tazzyracing.com.au. Always, Jack Gamble, responsibly. Deloraine, what a great place that is. If you're going through Deloraine, Mama Buzz Cafe and Takeaway, they helped us out with the ride for Ryan, actually gave us a few coffees yes. and whatnot there. But uh, no, go through Deloraine. I love that spot there. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is a great part of town. Um, it's going to be cold at Launceston on the weekend, yeah. young yeah. man. It's hot. Real hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not this is the segment that's taking us to the next level. Well, it's, it's not all a, because of you, young man. It's not hot over here at the moment. It is absolutely <laughs> shizenhausen out there outside the SN studios here in Melbourne. It is raining cats and dogs. Horrific. Hopefully tigers tomorrow. But Do you want to kick us off here, I mate? love hot or not. Oof. I love hot or not. And Flash, I will kick it off. Flash, Please. hot or not, our own Aaron Titmus uh, shouldn't have skipped the World Championships after recently breaking the 400 
Ooh, made a freestyle record. Because mm. Katie Ledecky has gone over there and absolutely dominated. I don't know if you caught yes. uh, any of the 1,500 metres flash, but she won by like a pool length. Yes. Like, absolutely put him to the sword. And I know Titmus wouldn't have raced in the 1,500. She would but not have. Missed the World Championships to go and prepare for the Commonwealth Games. But did she miss a beat by not going over there and racing against Katie Ledecky? Mm. And how many more times is that going to happen? Exactly. That's the thing, exactly. isn't it? Great 21 Ledecky. World Championships, oh, Katie Ledecky's on. Uh, look, Ariane, she's her own woman. I'm saying not. She knows what she's doing. Not, uh, not, not, not. Uh, yeah, look, she's a she's a dual Olympic uh, gold medalist of her own, isn't she? So yeah. she must know. Oh, look, the Commonwealth Games is getting a little bit of traction. Yeah, well, I guess it's in our backyard. So that's good. Got a good story, actually, before we go on from the Commonwealth Games. Dave Asprey, who, uh, the three-time premiership player. What was his talent? He is the mindfulness coach for the uh, Kookaburras. For the the women's... Explain that, Joe. That's all right, the Kookaburras or the Hockey Roos? Hockey Roos. Hockey Roos. So he is going over there because he's been working with Emma Murray. He's actually the mindfulness coach for the... For the women's and hockey team. Explain that role for me then. Uh, just works on them. On, um, mental Mental aspect. application to, towards, so leading leading in more, probably more so than during the tournament, but he's been involved. Isn't as that the, something the, like you want to do going forward a bit? A uh, little bit of maybe leadership? No, a bit le- different. Le- not, not so much. Different. But there you go. Dave Ashbury imparting his wisdom on our uh, Commonwealth Games athletes. Okay. Watch, man, I've got this one. Hot or not, the AFL should adopt the SANFL's last touch out of bounds rule. This obviously is hot in the media at the moment because... Uh, Brad Scott went over to see some SAN officials because that's where they play that rule. Yeah. What do you reckon? Not. No. No, I don't no. like it. Not. Like, and, and it's just, the, it's it's not, it's such a big introduction to the game and boundary line thrones and that's, that's a critical part of the game in terms of when you're a player, yep. how you're going to get the footy. I just don't like that idea at all. I actually didn't even realise they did it at the SANFL. Yeah, no, uh, can you imagine amazing. having to play a- AFL... Well, those two, the, obviously the two um, like South it, Australian so, teams. Then yeah. they go back and play a completely different set of rules um, at SANFL, SANFL level. So Bryce Gibbs is a big, like he was pushed for this. He, he, he quite liked yes. it. but He's been a good acquisition this end too, don't worry. No, nah, for me. <laughs> you just don't like anything yeah. Carlson at all. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Now this is interesting. Hot or not, young man, the BBL's international player draft will revitalise interest in the competition. Well, I've got this as hot um, because... It's damn hot! It is damn hot because I think that uh, the BBL, it came in and literally was a ratings bonanza. Yes. It was must-watch yep. TV. Uh, during the week, they found a really good time slot for them. They had a really great commentary team. Channel 10. And dominated uh, dominated the ratings. Yes. But then it started to wane, didn't it? They expanded the competition. There was maybe too many games. Greedy. Maybe this is the thing that gets uh, the BBL I back like to where it needs to be. So you can, obviously, there'll be a pool of players that you can um, you can draft from. We got punter overseeing all this, by the oh, way. Well, come on. <laughs> come on. We are going to be flying. Yeah, love it. Wouldn't be surprised if our man, TD Payne, reared his little head somewhere involved in the uh, Hobart Hurricanes. But, no, I like the uh, I like the draft. I like evolution um, that will uh, that will create more eyeballs on the screen. And hopefully we can get some uh, fans on their feet at uh, at the arenas around Tasmania. So, Dead. hot for me. Hot for me. Hot or not, uh, this guy, he's, he's arguably the most, well, maybe he's the second MVP at the Melbourne Football Club. Luke Jackson, uh, a third-year wow. player flash. 
and they're already throwing, touting $1 million a year oh, for him. Hang on. Wasn't it 10 large over seven? Well, maybe it's One, three. Well, well, to go home, that's... Plus that's, GST, oof. plus GST. So is he a, is he a million-dollar player oh. at, at... Well, he'll be season four. I talked to... What do you reckon? I talked to our producer, Mitch Scott, about this the other day. So I should say season three. He's only a second-year player. Is, hey. is he going to be a million-dollar player in his third year? Um, I feel like... W- We've almost blown the top off Luke Jackson, but then you watch last night, and my gosh, yep, he of course he's a million dollars. He's six foot seven. Do you know what he's never going to be? He's never going to get your forty hitouts. He's not that. He's just going to be that absolute mobile do it all ruckman that can blind turn, that can do everything that you want. Yeah. Athletically, um, he's got a big touches engine. last night. One goal, eighteen hitouts. He gets involved in nine tackles, Flash. Yeah, yeah. You, you, name, you me, name me another Ruckman who's a, who's a great tackler. Not many of them. You've been tackling well. Toby. Come on. Come on. Tasmania's own. Toby, no curse. Oh, I did play in the Ruck for two centimetres last week, so I had five <laughs> tackles, so we'll count me. And I'm a Premiership Ruckman from 2020. Don't look ever look Please. overlooked at. Rightio, Flash. <laughs> okay. Now, this, this is good. I like this. Hot or not? Jack Lacocious' decision to re-sign with the Suns is official recognition that the player exodus is over. Look, I think this is hot. Hot. But oh, that's hot. it comes with a caveat. So there's okay. there's been this um, narrative around the Gold Coast is that they've had to overpay players to, to keep them, which yes. has, has led to this salary cap being tight. If, if it's on good terms for the Gold Coast and also Jack, uh, for his decision to re-sign with, re-sign with the Suns. And that's not saying he should be paid handsomely because he's a sure. very, very good player. He's a good player. Can very kick good in- Oh, geez, he can kick. Very, gr- very good interceptor as well, which goes under the radar a little bit. <laughs> if it's friendly for both team, both part- parties here, this is a sign that maybe there's that, – that maybe that the player exodus – and we know there's been a lot of players leave Gold Coast. They're littered through sides all um, – high Gold Coast draft picks are littered through sides all over the um, the competition – this is a young man that stood up and said, I'm not going to go out to another club. Maybe there's more money on offer, but I believe in what the Suns are doing. And the way they've been playing this year, why yes. wouldn't you believe Flash? So that's oh, hot. Terrific. That's hot, hot, hot. I agree. Hot or not, um, Tasmania's own Eki, Eddie, sorry, Eddie Eki. Ockenden. Eki. Come on, mate. <laughs> Eddie Ockenden. And we've had him on the show as well. He's the most underrated international athlete. He will compete for the Kookaburras. In his fourth Commonwealth Games next month. Of course, won a silver medal uh, in that, I think it was the penalty shootout at the uh, Tokyo Olympics. Um, we spoke to him after the, that. But he will go on to his fourth Commonwealth Games uh, next month. Sure. Oh, it's hot as a pistol. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we, we just love everything about this bloke. No, he, what a, a legend. Good, he's a good dude. Star. Um, he's a champion of the highest and one of the greatest players to ever, you know, Donna Kookaburra's Guernsey, what a, what a star! Yeah, no, no, I think uh, I've I've got Eddie Ockenden as very highly rated in the. He's close, Absolute star. close to Mount Rushmore. Oh, he no, nah, he's Mount Rushmore in Tassie. Yeah, I reckon he is. I know we've got some competition. Gee, that's a big call. It is a big call. Yeah, rightio. We might have to revisit that next week. <laughs> we've done Mount Rushmore before, and you just Sorry, sorry. I think in fairness, sorry, I, Eddie on, I think in fairness, I wanted Eddie on there before, but yeah. um, no, nah, loving. Good on him. He might just keep rolling. He's super fit, athletic. Yeah, yeah. You got one for me? Hot or not. Thursday night football needs a rethink for the middle of winter. Uh, oh, gee. Um, 
Well, you should know. You played the last couple. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, look, it's. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say that this is mildly hot. Flash, mildly okay. hot. Damn hot. Mildly damn hot. You're Rogan Josh <laughs> without not too much. Um... No, nah, because I, I think you've got to be um, you've got to be smart where you play mm. the football. Um, yes. uh, but for me, like I, I thought that uh, AFL 360 extra was a ratings bonanza, so that probably might mean a little bit more work for me. <laughs> Thursday night gets a gets the lemonade and sass. But uh, no, I, I think. Uh, I think instead, let's say tomorrow night we, we or tonight, sorry, we've got um, a game over in the West Coast, I think, um, or Adelaide. I'm not sure where it is actually. I probably should know that by now, shouldn't I? Uh, WA, yeah, there is a game over there in WA. Double header again. I tonight. would have played that tonight, uh, that sure. last night on Thursday night football. Now I know it's the, the Eagles probably aren't going as well as what um, the ratings would like on a Thursday night, and and last night first versus second, but. Um, no, instead of the two Friday games, I'd try and have a Western Australian game or maybe a Brisbane game in Brisbane. Will anyone be watching the Eagles and Bombers 8.40 game? Well, of course we would. Bombers are a big club, but something's not quite I mean, right. That'd be that. an interesting game. Interesting, interesting game, game, but 8.40 game, game yeah, yeah. All right, well, off the back of that flash. Okay. <laughs> Hot or not, Friday night double headers should get in the bin. I hate that saying, get in the bin. Jack, Jackie Felgate, I think, started that on Channel 7 News. Get in the bin. Uh, what do you reckon? Uh, back to back. Hot. Yeah, it's hot. Why? Why are we doing that? Not sure. You work in the media. You're, sure. you're the media man. What, what's well, going it's, on? It's figures. It's prime time. It's cash. It's all those things. How, it's, how it's, can I have figures when you go on against each other? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't like the idea of it at all. No. no. Now, this is good. Hot or not, Robbie Williams would be a great signing for Grand Final Day Entertainment. Uh, Sid and we. No, I'm not. Not on really? right. You know it's not my type of music, but he would be electric at the MCG, wouldn't he? I don't know. Nah. No? Nah, not for me. Not for me. Oh, bit... gee. Oh, I reckon someone. Who, I, who you, are you thinking? You need a... North East Party House for bring, us. Bring back, bring back the killers. <laughs> Northeast party house, <laughs> <laughs> mate. If they uh, played the haunted oh, grand mate, final day, I'd be there, and we and we won. I'd be up there. Don't worry. No one would know what song it was. Yeah, you and but... I would. <laughs> just roll out the Falls Festival again for us. We'll just do that. Oh, that were the days, mate. Radio Flash Bear, last one to finish us off. Of course, Wimbledon just around the corner. Hot or not, Nick Kyrgios will have his best Grand Slam result over the next two weeks, and that one's actually come in from Wills and Sandy Bay. This, so we do. If you do have a question, fire him in. Hot or not, though. Nick Kyrgios, best finish at Wimbledon. He looks in decent touch. Um, I'm a cheerleader. I'd love to see it happen. Grass is his go. We know that. Look, we've always thought he'd get... Hot? Hot. hot. I'm I'm going hot. I think we'd always thought he would go deep. I mean, he's gone to quarterfinals multiple occasions. Has he got a a semi in him? Has he got a... uh, uh, You know? No. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm you know, not sure. You got to watch on Wills's question. Uh, no, I'm, I just don't watch a lot of tennis. To be no, honest, no. So, and, and Wimbledon's in a shocking time slot. But I, oh, I hope he does because he's Australian. He started to win a few people over. I'm curious. You don't like him, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, I actually got invited to play basketball with him once. There you go. He taught you, man. I've seen your jump shot. Oh, mate, I've, I've seen his. Hey, Forget about don't it. Don't worry. We've seen <laughs> yours. And we've got the razzle-dazzle <laughs> commentary. Oh, Flashman, how good was it back? Hold on, not. I love oh, that. Man. I love that. Fantastic. Oh, well, Jackie boys, some good footy in locally this week. Tasmanian style, the TSL. 
look at that ladder. You and I just had a look at it. Launceston, they're just going well, aren't they? But what about the Tigers at nine and two second? Well, they're playing Clarence on Saturday at Blunston. That's a big game. There's a bit of rivalry between those two There is. They play in the Alex Godomsky Cup. Um, oh, I'm not sure whether it's this game, but they're certainly playing it over the season. Yeah. Uh, of course, Paul Godomsky is the president down there. Um, oh, two teams brought together from, from tragedy, obviously. Matty Reolt passing away and, and yes. young Alex Godomsky passing away from uh, similar bone marrow failure. But uh, great family, the Godomskys. And if, well, Kingborough have been hot this year. Hot. If they roll the uh, if they roll the ruse on uh, on Saturday, I no doubt Paul will be shooting me a message and letting me know and reminding me that uh, his team are uh, uh, hot to trot. So uh, hopefully, for my case, the Rue boys can get up. Um, the Lonnie, rest... Lonnie Powerhouse, aren't they? Lonnie Powerhouse. So they play Gnorky this week at KG Five. North Launceston playing Lauderdale. That's third versus fourth. That'll be interesting. Battle of the Bombers. Battle of the Bombers. Um, and as mentioned, the Ruse playing the Tigers. So that'll be that'll be good because uh, the last couple of years they've sort of developed a bit of a hatred. Is that the right word? That's good. Rivalry, I would have said. Rivalry, hatreds. No, no, you can't. The only word, the only teams that hatred, I reckon, is Clarence and Glenorchy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, not uh, not not McKingba. They're. Uh, yeah, no, not not for me, mate. I didn't know it would happen, but great to have you back, sir. Yeah, thank you. It's good to be back. I'm really wrapped to be back. I missed it, uh, but also the, the AJ and Jeevesy who filled in. Legends. Didn't, didn't they fill the shoes nicely? You, you've excelled now as a host as well, so I can just sit back you and watch smoke the pot. No? Do you ever watch me in that regard? Or? I've no? always got to watch on you. Great to have you, mate.